goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That is the way to start off a show right there. Cover song week continues. That was Molly Hatchet and the Charlie Daniels Band doing Freebird. Holy shit, that was good. That was cool. By the way, welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. I am your host, Arnie State. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope that you are having a great morning so far here in the Lone Star State. It is cold as a motherfucker. It's like 35 degrees outside. God dang. God dang, it's cold. Now, look, before I go any further, we need to, uh, we need to take a moment. And we will take a moment of silence here on the Arnie State Show today. Because it was 80 years ago today that America, who was not a part of World War II at the time, was brought right on in by the Japanese when 360 Japanese warplanes descended upon the U.S. naval base at Pearl Harbor. And was a critical blow against the U.S. Pacific Fleet and in turn woke the big fucking dog. It was 80 years ago, and I want you to think about what has happened. What happened after World War One or uh, two? I'm sorry. We became the world's fucking big dogs. About what, 1945, somewhere around there. So in 75 years, look where we've gone. 75. That's not a long time. But. Before we mention any of that, I'm going to ask for a quick, real quick moment, uh, and we will take time to think about these men that were killed that led us into World War II. And there you go. All right, so yes, it was 80 years ago today. Now, something I didn't mention yesterday, by the, by the way, I mean, I mean like, like this whole cover song thing has got me consumed. I am thinking nothing but cover songs. I'm finding cover songs everywhere. Everywhere I look, there's a cover song. I'm like, oh, that's cool, or eh, that one's not going to make the show. Um, uh, thank you so much for this, Arnie. Oh, pfft. No, World War II was the most important war in, in the history of the world because, well, we, we learned what freedom was. And we took down some real evil people. And, you know, here's the thing that really gets me is that we were allowed to take those people down. The American public didn't fucking cry. They didn't say, oh, that's bad. Let's have them live here. No, they attacked us. You know, kind of like. That thing that happened in September 2001. You know, we're just going about our daily business and, whoop, they attacked us. And now we're the bad guys all of a sudden. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I didn't mention it yesterday. And I I apologize for not mentioning it. Um, 
but Bob Dole passed away on Sunday. Now, I, I have to honestly say I didn't realize he was still alive. And I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm not. Look, look. Bob Dole was an um, amazing American who was easy to make fun of because he's Bob Dole. And my arm doesn't work because of a war injury. Um, but Bob Dole will lie in state in the Capitol uh, Rotunda Thursday. This is a man who loved America. It was obvious. Isn't it funny that, that former Senate Majority Leader, the Senate Majority Leader was Bob Dole in the Senate. We've gone from people like Bob Dole in the Senate to Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer could give two shits about this country. Bob Dole lost the use of his right arm for this country. Oh, man. Uh, obviously, I wasn't there. Pearl Harvest wrote tough on me. Yeah. And now he's going to vote for Democrat. <laughs> Fuck. Look, look, it. In his statement, Chuck Schumer, the Democrat, said he always admired the Kansas Republicans' steadfast advocacy for veterans and for Americans with disabilities and for the love of his country. Well, why don't you fucking act that way? I mean, that's pretty easy. If you admired Bob Dole, then you should probably act like it. Senator Dole exemplified the greatest generation, and while I never had the pleasure of serving in the Senate with him, yeah, because you know what? Let me just tell you right now. If Bob Dole was in the Senate with Chuck Schumer, I don't care if he ain't got a right arm. I'm taking Bob Dole to whoop that candy ass all fucking day long. Bob is kicking it with John McCain. Yes, yes, they are reconnected. He did run for president once. In 1996, with, uh, Joe, was it John Kemp? Yeah, John Kemp. I believe it was. When I was driving home from L.A., I was reading about Bob Dole. It was so sad, and I feel like he's the last of, a, of his kind. Yeah. Oh, it, he really is. I mean, he's. Aside from the uh, I'm Bob Dole, I mean he like his talking style is fucking awesome to to replay on that. I mean, but that's what Americans should strive to be like. Is Bob Dole, man who served his country, and then reserved his country by becoming a senator, and trying to do that's back when those guys. I at least I want to hope they were trying to do what was right for America. Not now. Not now. They're just trying to do what's right for them. Uh, them first, their party second, and then possibly the country third. And when I say them, I mean their bank accounts. So there you go. Bob Dole died at the age of 98 years old. And I'll tell you this right now. And look, look, look. I ain't knocking it. I'm just saying. Bob Dole, I would imagine, ate nothing but fucking corn-fed beef his entire life being from Kansas. There ain't going to be a whole lot of quinoa in, in Bob Dole's diet. I'm Bob Dole, and Bob Dole endorses ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, look, and he lived to be 98. 
You know he probably drank his coffee black, smoked unfiltered cigarettes. Did all that shit. Butter. Sour cream on his baked potato. Probably ate about a pound of bacon every morning. Bob Dole's got to make some laws today. Going to eat a pound of bacon. Lived to be 98. God bless Bob Dole and Bob Dole's family. Thank you for your service to this country, sir. Uh, All right. Now, somebody who is not doing a service to this country is our current jackass. This is the funny thing to me is that Joe Biden comes off and he wants to act like he's some kind of real tough guy. I promise you, the president has a big stick. Shut the fuck up. Nobody wants to hear from you anymore, dummy. Remember walking in in the Senate chamber uh, in the Senate gym, uh, like in a YMCA, the uh, the men walk around between the shower and the stalls with nothing on. I felt guilty. I was fully clothed. That's the kind of president we have, and he has said they will not be sending any official representation. No, 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 no. They're still going to send athletes. But no diplomatic or official representation is going to be sent to the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. Yeah! Blah, blah, blah. How dare you? Really? Oh, no. Oh, no. You you mean to tell me you're not going to send Pete Booty Gig over there? To be wined and dined and and taken care of by the International Olympic Committee? Oh, no. Taxpayers won't have to fit that bill? Rats! I mean, we're we're not sending any diplomatic representation there. Oh, oh, China, that means you have more tickets. We're really showing China we got balls and we stand against crimes and against humans, right? By not sending any diplomats over there. And I think, is he doing it for that reason? Okay, for human rights? All right, then good for him. Not not that whole thing going on with fucking Taiwan and shit right now. No, 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 no. Uh, Beijing is set to host the games, blah, blah, blah. During a White House press briefing, Jen P. Sucky said the athletes on Team USA have our full support, but we're not going to go over there and watch them. No, sir, we're not. If you were truly, truly against the genocide, the crimes against humanity, the child slave labor then you wouldn't send a team over there. The Olympics suck. Buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? He says, RIP, Bob Dole. Yes, Bob Dole lived to be 98 years old. Wow, God bless him. But I mean, honestly, like, like, like if you're totally against this, you're going to, you're, you, this is the funny thing to me is that, oh, yeah, we're against human rights violators like China. But we're still going to send a team over there because, well, you know, you know, well, we, we just need to go over there. No. 
How sad is it that Jimmy Carter, Jimmy fucking Carter, had bigger balls than Joe Biden? Don't forget the forced organ harvesting. I am sorry, Christopher. I, I, I did forget that. Oh, I haven't done good mornings yet. Hold on. Let me go back to the good mornings. See everybody here. I, I want to give credit. Straight fire, first one here. My favorite part of the day, waking up to a new Arnie State show. Hot Mama says, good morning, ass. Alicia says, good morning, all, y'all. Aldo says, morning, all. Andrew says, what's up, fam? Let's kick some ass today. Douglas says, good morning, people. Cowboys girls in the house. She says, good morning, ass family. Brett says, I'm getting some ass today. Good morning. Sassy Pammy in the house. Good morning to you. Uh, let's see. Now, now I can, now I'm up to date. There we go. We're against human rights, yet we allowed Fauci and other officials to kill thousands of Americans and dogs. I will never let Anthony Fauci off for what he did to those beagles. Removing their voice boxes and then having them eaten by sand flies? Oh, you got a special ass whooping coming, motherfucker. Woo! Good God. Uh, I watched Jen's briefing. I want to choke slam that peppermint patty looking bitch ass cunt and then kick her in the pussy. <laughs> I guarantee you, Jen P. Sucky has balls. Oh, man. And one Bob Dole stud moment, I got to say, before moving on, at George H.W. Bush's funeral, Bob Dole stood up and slapped away the hand of his aide and put up a smart military salute. That's a man. I remember that. That was, that was a moving time. That when W broke down, those were times I was proud to be an American. Haven't had a lot since then. Nope. Nope, can't say about me except now. And I was going down the road with Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter did not let Americans participate, not, not diplomatically, not anyway, in the 1980 games against Russia for their crimes against humanity in starting a war and invading Afghanistan. Jimmy Carter said, nope, sorry, ain't going to do it. Ain't going to happen. If we had a leader who had any stones whatsoever, he wouldn't allow the U.S. to go over there. You really, I mean, honestly, if you want to, here's the thing, here's the thing. Americans can talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. And, and I'm included here. Hey, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. You look at most of the products you have that you order, especially the holidays coming up. Now, I'm not saying everybody does this. There are peoples that, people that do their due diligence to make sure they don't buy anything made in that fucking sweatshop of a country known as China. And we all sit here and we, we say we're against it. I don't wear Nikes anymore. I've made a conscience effort. And that's me just, uh, look, look, I, I don't like what they, I don't have any Nike products. Now, look, my beloved Longhorns wear Nike apparel. They have a contract with them and so be it. But I will not buy the Nike Texas apparel. 
I don't support a country that has slaves working for them. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ogre says, I have to give it up to Carter on that. He was a pussy president, but he was a veteran and told the Ruskies to kick fucking rocks. Yeah, and, and we should be telling China that too. If we want to hurt China, if we want to show that we're something, how about you start by doing something? I know it's only the Olympics, but this is your time, Mr. President, if I can call you that. You won't do it. You don't have the backbone. Whoever's leading this country and using you as a puppet won't have the backbone to do it. I get it. I ain't too frustrated about that. But... Come on. Uh, Pisucky, but we want these assholes to showcase their talent that they work so hard for. The athletes will understand. And if they don't, then so be it. They Look, look the 19, there were a lot of athletes in 1980 that didn't get to show off their Olympic prowess. One that is near and dear to my heart, Kerry Von Erich. If you ever watched Kerry Von Erich wrestle in the WWE, he was known as the Texas Tornado. And he his finishing maneuver was no longer the Iron Claw, which sucked, but it was his Texas Tornado punch. It was a discus punch. Kerry Von Erich qualified for the 1980 Olympic Games in track and field and was not allowed to go due to this. And it sucked. Now, he's a track and field athlete. He's, he's a a discus thrower, so it ain't going to be going pro for that. But why can't we take a stand? You know, and all these athletes that become celebrities and things like this, and they want to take a stand. And like LeBron James is the, just the worst. I didn't want to mention LeBron James because he's such a faker. Wants to talk about all kind of atrocities, how, how this is this way and this is this way, yet he has a gigantic contract with Nike. Be a man. Walk away from it. Be you not. Yeah, look, look, we all know you're not. Because you don't believe in the shit that you stand up for or don't stand up for. I know it. I've come to respect Shaquille O'Neal so much more after I learned more about Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, there's a number of stories about how Shaquille O'Neal will go out and buy shoes for kids who have huge feet. You know how every once in a while you hear about a seven-foot kid in high school? Shaq will fly to that kid into his hometown, and they go to a shoemaker there that, that helps Shaq. And Shaq will spend thousands of dollars of, for shoes for this young man. The other thing that Shaq did that I admire so very much is one night he was accosted by a woman outside of an arena saying, how dare you charge $180 for your basketball shoes? He offered her money at the time, and she said, keep your money. You should be doing better. The next day, Shaquille O'Neal went to Reebok, because that was the company he was with, and he said, look, I will honor my contract and wear your shoes throughout the rest of the season but I'd like to end our dealings. He went to Walmart and produced a quality basketball shoe, even though it's at Walmart, for $40 because he thought it was ridiculous that kids have to pay $200 for a pair of fucking sneakers. Now that is somebody who is actually putting their money where their mouth is.
I respect that. Good for you, Shaq. Now, look, Shaq could have all kind of other bad things going on. I don't know everything about him, but I've heard those stories, and it it, it truly is amazing. But, yes, the Biden administration, they're fighting the, the, the dictators of China by not allowing any bigwigs to go to the Olympics this year. Wow. Way to give it your almost dumb shit. How could I be the president of the United States of America? I still don't know. I don't know. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Yeah, all right. You're still on the whole Corn Pop thing. Okay, all right. Hey, Joe, why don't you try an Amish oil change? Amish oil change. When a woman performs fellatio on a horse and spits the comb out, that bitch gave the horse an Amish oil change, nearly choked before she could spit its baby batter out. There you go. (laughs) They got to sneak them in there. Uh, or Kamala put her money where her mouth is, her money would be on a dick. <laughs> Shaq also only endorses product that he actually uses. That's why he was never uh, on Wheaties, because he doesn't like them. Good. Hang down, Jen's about to throw up in three, two, one. Is she here? Oh, dear Jesus, looks like I peeked in the door and just at the right time, yucca. That's why the Amish don't drive. They can't get a handle on improper oil change. (laughs) Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy I played that right there. Oh, 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 oh. All right, let's see. What's the Senate voting on? I had a pair of those Shaquille O'Neal Reebok shoes. They were awesome. Mm-hmm. And with that note, good fucking morning. <laughs> hey, Jen, how are you? Oh, I love it when you catch those. Those are my favorite. Oh, man. Where's the damn story at here? I thought I had it. Sent it to vote. Do I not have it highlighted or I delete it already? Oh, there we go. All right, so this is good news coming up, hopefully. The Senate is set to vote uh, on bill barring the Biden vaccine mandate, 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 and may, it, it looks like it's going to pass because it has the support of Joe Manchin. God love Joe Manchin. I love that son of a bitch. The Democrat from fucking West Virginia, the Senate is going to vote on a resolution to nullify Biden's vaccine mandate for private companies. All 50 Republicans are said to be in favor of this, and so is our guy Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin says, I do not support any government vaccine mandate on private businesses. Oh, man, that is good fucking shit right there. Um, they also think, uh, Republicans think that that crazy broad Kristen Sima in Arizona will vote also. This is going to be called the Braun Resolution. It only needs a simple majority to pass in the Senate. That is fantastic stuff. That is good. Bravo. Bravo, Joe May. Is You know, here's the thing. I'll say it right now. 
I don't know a lot about Joe Manchin out of West Virginia. I don't know too much about him. I just know that he's been fighting for what's right. What do you think about Joe Manchin taking over for Joe Biden? I mean, like I said, I don't know enough of his politics. Maybe I need to look into it, honestly. Yeah, I definitely need to look into it. But if the Democrats are having such a hard time, and the reason why they won't nominate him is because, well, Republicans like him, so they ain't going to nominate him for that. But once again, once again, instead of Joe Manchin is trying to do what's right for America. This is where we need to come as a country and realize there are a lot of bad politicians out there on both sides of the aisle. We need to get rid of the people who aren't open-minded, and we need to get rid of the people that don't want to help America. I want people in there where America is their first priority. The way this should be set up is is that one side, let, let, let's say we're talking about policing in the world. This is the way it's supposed to work. One side says, oh, you shot at a police officer? You need to die at the hands of that police officer. And the other side comes in and goes, no, 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 they need due process. They need to go to prison for this. As much as the one side hurts, they go, okay, that's reasonable. That's how they used to do it. Now it's one side goes, well, that person needs to be shot. And then the other side comes in and goes, no, that person was just exercising uh, their freedom of expression. They need to be released. That's where we are as a society. Until you get people like Joe Manchin in there. Maybe he's doing all this to make a name for himself. I Honestly, I, I that wouldn't surprise me if he wants the nomination in 2024 because he knows Joe. Look, Joe, Joe's a weak sack. Joe is not going to be able to do more than one term. His senility is already fucking compromising him. The Democrats will, will say, well, we want Kamala to run. Well, the country won't vote for Kamala Harris. I'm just going to tell you that right now. We've already seen it. Democrats don't like her to begin with. And if she's your choice, you're going to lose. If Joe Manchin's your choice, people are actually going to think about it. People are going to go, well, you know what? He stood up against the president and his mask mandates and this and that. And they're going to find, you're going to learn more about him. But this guy seems like he's got it more together than fucking Captain Baffoon in there. Uh, He would be a huge upgrade over Joe Biden. He doesn't cave to the left. Andrew says, I wholeheartedly agree. I like Joe Manchin because he likes America unlike the rest of the Democrats. Joey B waits to see how the wind blows from the left and then follows suit. We need to have a moderate in the White House regardless of the party. <laughs> Kamala needs to tend to her OnlyFans page. Yeah, and take that shit down. That is gross. 
God damn. But I wouldn't mind seeing Joe Manchin. I mean, I love hearing this, that that they're going to vote this down, and it's going to be a bill put in place. God damn, Bubba just farted in here, and it stinks. Oh, shit. Good Lord, did you eat that fish toy I gave you? Are you shitting on my couch right now? God damn, dog. Whew. Sticking with my hatred of the left, it's not really my hatred of the left. This is more my hatred towards media right now. My hatred for the media is due to the fact that this whole Hunter laptop, Hunter Biden laptop thing is still a story. It, but barely a story. Nobody's trying to break it open. You remember with Russian collusion, how the media worked hand in hand? It seemed like with the FBI and federal investigators to find out about all the 2016 Russian collusion to get Donald Trump elected. And it turned out it was a made-up story by the Democratic Party. We, 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 we have that. Uh, that is the truth. It was a made-up story by the Democratic Party. Now, if you're in the media and you followed that, you look like an idiot now because they duped you. Or were you in on it? See, when you get duped by somebody, you want to get back at them. Boy, this Hunter Biden laptop would be a perfect way to get back at Democrats, wouldn't it? But the problem is they're not going with it. This is why we have no real journalism anymore. Even Bill Maher a few weeks ago. He had, uh, he had Fredo Cuomo on before he got fired. And they were talking about this laptop. Even Bill Maher came out and, and questioned the media and shit on the media because he said if this would have been Donald, Jr.'s, Donald Trump Jr.'s laptop, it would be on every single night as the Russian collusion was on uh, every night for the first year. The media needs to do its job, and it won't. That's the problem. They won't do it. You have a few people that are outspoken in the media, but they'll get banned from the press rooms and things like that. I just would like to know. Even And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because yesterday, Jen P. Sucky refused to revise a claim Hunter Biden's laptop Russian disinformation. Now, she came out and she said, this is nothing but disinformation. This is all bullshit. Even though the facts that it was corroborated at the time and has been vindicated in reports since. This is my favorite thing about this, this current administration. We go, hey, you were lying about this. Here's the proof of you were lying about this. The people that made it up even admitted to lying about this. And fucking, uh, look, the Shaggy song is great. It wasn't me. It, it, it's awesome to sell Cheetos, too. 
But you can't just go around going, no, 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 no. It, that, that's just Russian disinformation. No, it's not. I understand that she has to protect her man. Ooh, Mansion Gabbert, 2024. Now, that is an interesting pair. She goes on to say, um, she says, Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinformation. Uh, dozens of former intel officials say the article reported on a letter signed by four, 50 former officials, including anti-Trump. It, it, it's real. Um, Ogre, that's not going to have Santos Gabbard. That's another one that wouldn't be too bad. In front, good morning, my friend. But this is where we need to start really, and, and honestly, we, and I'm talking we the people, we need to call these assholes out. We need to say, hey, do your job in the media. Report facts. That's what your job is, is to report facts. It's not to give your opinion. If it was an, if the, it has the, I know I've labeled the media currently as infotainment. But it's the media's job to report the news of the day. Whether that being a guy catching a baby that, that's being born while he's driving. Or the fact that Hunter Biden's laptop proved that he was taking money to set up meetings with his father, the vice president, which is highly, highly illegal. That would be a juicy story, wouldn't it? If you came out and were to break that, that would be a very, very juicy story. But the media and the people that run the media just say, no, 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 no. That's just Russian disinformation. Oh, kind of like the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. That's Russian disinformation. Toilet bowls go the other way in Australia due to being lower than the equator. That's just Russian disinformation. It's not true at all. The disinformation. Oh, no, that's not real. But we need to cancel people. It's so dumb. Uh, the article goes on to say a reporter from the New York Post asked P. Sucky whether the release of Miranda Devine's book, The Laptop from Hell, P. Sucky would admit the laptop is indeed authentic and not Russian disinformation, as you seem to suggest on your page? She wouldn't answer it. She said the president's son is not an employee of the federal government, so I'd point you to his representatives. What a fucking cop-out. What a fucking cop-out that bullshit is. Can you imagine if Kaylee McEnany, Oh, as hot as she is. And her brand new book comes out, uh, I think, yesterday. 
Can you imagine if Kaylee McEnany said the president's son is not an employee of the federal government, so I'd point you to his representatives. Can you imagine how the media would rip her apart? And then she'd have to set him straight by breaking out the notebook. Once again, this government is not telling us shit. Look, I'm used to the government not telling us the whole story. Hashtag JFK. Hashtag Area 51. I'm not a big Area 51 guy, but I know a lot of people out there are, so I'll respect you. But now when it comes to matters like this, nope, 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 sorry. We, we're not going to we're not gonna make any comments on it. Okay, all right. And kind of like that one time you, you talked about how the government, the, 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 the president shouldn't be giving any kind of medical advice like this. I don't think he's going to be giving medical advice, A. That's not the role of any president. He would say, get your shot today. There is no time to waste. Boy, isn't that weird? Hmm. Hmm. That was awfully peculiar. I love it when she gets shut down right away because she's such an idiot. She is a buffoon. I can honestly say I think that she is a tad bit. That Joe, I don't think, is dumb. I think he's just sick. He's got some sort of fucking m- malaria or... Alzheimer's, dementia. He's got something like that. That's what's making him do this. Jen P. Sucky is just dumb. She is dumb. She's so dumb, she spells her name with two M's. Dumb. Now, Douglas wants to know why the Patriots are being consistently good when they can't have a few decades of rebuilding like any other team. They got a good coach. That's why. You might hate Bill Belichick, but he's putting a winner out there. And That game last night didn't really live up to the hype. Both teams didn't really play worth the shit. But I got to give it up to the Patriots. They beat the Bills in Buffalo. Patriots aren't a bad team. They ain't going to win the Super Bowl, but ain't a bad team. At least says Mixler is being glitchy on my end. Uh, anyone else? Is there a problem? Do we have a problem? Houston, is there a problem? Is it being glitchy? I, I'm pausing a lot when I talk, so I, I hope that's not it. I hope that's not what you think is the glitchy. And the Bills have one good year, and now they're just above average. Yeah, that is true, and I, and I picked them. I Look, man, I was team Bills earlier this year. No problem with Hangtown Jen, okay. Hey, I, look, look. I, not on my end, okay, all good here. All right, all right. Alicia, just log out, log back in. Try that. All right. Now, this next story, it, this, this is the true hypocrisy of the media, of the left, of stupidness here. Once again, we have to go to the most stupid person on television. That's right. The View's own Joy Behar. What a dumb fucking snatch this lady is. 
Joy Behar told her co-host on The View on Monday, yesterday, that, and I will quote all this, the Republican Party had been preserving murder and mayhem by supporting gun owners' Second Amendment rights. Now, before I get, let, let me answer Hangtown Jen. I got a question. Do you think uh, when we move to the East Coast, the team spirit for football teams and our uh, choice of baseball team will be higher? I just feel like people out here aren't as into their teams as they could be. I wonder if it's the East Coast. Well, there are people. Look, look, Raider fans are way into their team. Niner fans have always been fair weather, kind of, uh, most Niner fans. They're bad, then, then nobody goes to games. Cowboy fans, same way. I, I'm a diehard Cowboy fan. I do think that when you move to the East Coast, your Yankee fanness will come out, and you will be supported a lot for it. Elise says, oh, I'd, oh, Joy, I'd love to kick her in the pussy, but I have a feeling it would suck me in like a black hole that it is. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up, they're reacting to the James and Jennifer Crumbly having been charged with involuntary manslaughter for their 15-year-old son. Okay, we talked about that yesterday. I'd like to know something, though. I haven't seen a lot of quotes, and if you can, you can find a quote for me, I'd appreciate this, on what the NRA is saying about, I don't know, the city of Chicago. You want to talk about the murder and mayhem? By supporting gun owners' Second Amendment rights. Now, once again, I'd like to point this out. Most, and I would say a huge majority uh, uh, of, uh, of gun owners in this country have done it the right way. All these shootings and murders and mayhem going on in these big cities now Chicago, Austin, Minneapolis, all these, uh, Chicago mainly, L.A. shootings, New York shootings going through the roof. Do you think that those are all being done by law-abiding Second Amendment people that stand up for their right to own a gun? Do you think any of those guns are legal? I mean, honestly, the NRA doesn't support the fact that people should own guns illegally. You know, the NRA, who is also like ISIS, according to some people on the left, as a terrorist group. It's not like the NRA is showing up in Chicago at 4 o'clock on a Friday afternoon and handing guns out. So, yes, I will say it for the umpteenth time that it has ever been said. If you stricten up, if you make the, the Second Amendment, if you abolish it and ban guns, you are only punishing law-abiding citizens. We don't punish people that don't break the law in this country. But now we do. Funny, they want to have control of your kids and schools and vaccines, but your kid goes out and kills people, and it's on them. 
as it should be at some point, by the way. You can't make this stuff up. They don't care about their hypocrisy. They, they really don't. Because I'd love to be sitting on that panel and where Joy Behar says this. And after I get done laughing at her, I would look at her and go, what are you talking about? Are you talking about Chicago shootings as well? The NRA stands up for that. Because I'm betting a lot of those people in Chicago, I will go ahead and say 99% of those people in Chicago that caused these mass shootings that have been going on all year long to raise the number up dramatic, over 200% in murders this year. Those people are all law-abiding citizens, right? Legal gun owners. No felons in there, right? I mean, I, I mean, honestly, look, look, look. This is this is the shit right here. I have yet to hear anything about that guy who 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 pretty much won the Kyle Rittenhouse case. The guy who was shot in the arm, who had a gun, who was a felon for gun charges, and he had a gun. Felons can't have guns. Why has this man not been put back in federal prison? That's a federal crime. Haven't heard anything on that. Where's the journalism? Where, where, where is it? Isn't it, it, it? It's a gun-free city, too, Chicago is? Well, somebody should tell the bad guys that. Right, next to Planned Parenthood, handing out condoms on campuses. The NRA gives you a free AK-47 with every rubber as well. Straight Fire says, God damn it, Arnie, guns kill people. Yes, the gun that Alec Baldwin had is the magic gun. By the way, expert after expert after expert are coming out saying there is no way what, what Alec Baldwin said is real. Well, they're looking at Australian thinking, fuck, I wish we could have the power and be able to throw people in camps. Too bad we have the Second Amendment. Germany and Austria, where they divided the city once again. Maybe putting in a wall would be a good idea there in Berlin. Oh, wait, they had that. You had the vaccinated on one side and the non-vaccinated on the other. Yeah, you got to remember that the Democrats, this is Dan, and Dan, you're absolutely right, are currently supporting criminal rights over law-abiding citizens. All you got to do to see that is look at that story in St. Louis. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. You have two law-abiding citizens in their home eating dinner when they are accosted by a group of people who not only broke into the gate of their community, but then broke into the gate of their private home. By the way, I haven't seen one charge of trespassing yet, because that is private property. No, no, those two lawyers are going to get disbarred and they're going to lose everything because they came outside with guns in their hand. To defend their property, which is you're allowed to do in this country. I, I know, I know it's crazy. 
Yeah, but you, you can defend it, especially when there are people in this quote-unquote peaceful protest, once again, a peaceful protest that broke a fence and then broke another fence, and there are people in that peaceful protest who were carrying firearms. Nothing says peaceful protester like a gun in their hand. Hangtown Jen says Chicago's idea of gun-free city sounds like the 1980s idea of non-smoking section of a restaurant. Simply the half of the restaurant they hope the smoke does not waft over. The gun-free portion of the city is the half only those guns which are not particularly deadly. The deadly guns are also remain on the other side of the line. I, look, it's so dumb. All this is. And you get people like Joy Behar, who some people watch, and that's the only news that they can get, and they believe that, that she's true. She's right. She's not. She's an idiot. That's the biggest problem out there, and nobody's saying it. I'm saying it. Joy Behar is an idiot. So is Whoopi Goldberg. They're all morons. Whoopi last week called out the uh, the Supreme Court and and said, well, how dare you talk about vaginas when you have penises? So what you're saying then is uh, you can't make a decision on, on that unless you have a vagina? Well, then I guess all those male gynecological doctors out there, they're going to have to quit because they don't have one. I'm just using her logic. That's all. That's all. That, that's it. Couple stories on the uh, Omicron, which I am so sick of. I, I don't know about you, but I I am so sick of it. Um, first of all, the uh, uh, Omicron still no deaths reported. Now researchers have found out that there is a gum that they can lace with a plant-grown protein. And it could reduce the transmission by 95%. It traps and neutralizes the virus in the person's spit. It's a cinnamon-flavored gun infused with ACE2, which is a plant-grown protein. Testing of the gum shows the innovation can reduce transmissions by 95%. The best OBG win uh, I had was a man far better than any female I ever had. Okay. Look, I, I don't I don't care if you're a male or a female doctor. I'm just going on what they say. What Whoopi said about the Supreme Court not they should not say anything because they don't have vaginas. I mean, there are a couple of gals up there. I thought they have vaginas. 99th reduction isn't enough. Lock down, mask up, get jabbed. That's all they want you to do. Stay at home for six months after you get your shot. You'll be fine. Your job will be there waiting for you. Oh, wait, it's not because the company closed down. Damn it all. Crap. Now, I want this next story. This is a COVID story, this next story here. 
Funny, all of a sudden there's two genders when it comes to this issue. Isn't that – look, look, you want – hey, if you want to get one of these fucking people that says there's a million genders out there, you can nail them. You can nail them. If they have a pet, ask them what it is. What, 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 what is it? Is it, is it a male or female? If they assign – some are starting to catch on because, well, they're stupid – but if they assign a sex to it and go, how dare you assign a sex for that? You don't know how that dog feels. That dog could feel like a girl. And you're calling it a man. Are you sure they have vaginas already? It's 2021 after all. Yeah. Um, but this next story is very, very, it, it's fascinating to me. And when I saw the headline, that's what made me fact just kind of scratch my head. Um, one of the professors who helped create COVID-19 vaccine that is widely distributed in the UK right now is saying that the next pandemic could be worse. Hold on. Let me, let me get this right. <laughs> but, but. Now, now, look, that, truth be told, I, I, I'm not aware of a lot more pandemics that we've had like this. They don't come around all the time. So how, do you are, how are you already warning us about the next pandemic? Dame Sarah Gilbert, no, not that one from fucking Roseanne, helped create the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine and urged her uh, people, uh, uh, urged viewers during remarks set to a live Monday not to lose sight that has been learned during the COVID-19. But, hmm, isn't it weird that the next pandemic could be worse? What next? What next pandemic are we going to have? The shoe and mouth pandemic. I'm sorry, I'm not saying it right. Plandemic. Uh, quote: This will not be the last time a virus threatens our lives and our livelihoods. Wait a second, though. I mean, I yeah, okay, sure, but. How are you predicting it? it? It doesn't sound good when you you predict that the next pandemic could be worse. Are you just asking for more funding so you can waste time? Denver's going to have an outbreak of sickle cell. <laughs> Jesus. But isn't that a weird headline to read? The crea- the vaccine creator warns next pandemic could be worse. Well, has he seen it? Is that what it is? Because isn't there a, a vat over there in, in China? China. A SARS variant that kills uh, 56% of the people that it gets. Isn't that just floating around in that lab over there? Is that what he's talking about? By the way, why do they have a, a, a virus in their lab that kills 56% of people that get it? 
Gates did come out not long ago and brought up smallpox. Hmm. Smallpox. Wait, wait, hold on a second here. Let, let's see. I, I, I got a computer in front of me, so let, let me look at this. Uh, let's see. Pandemics. Last 20 years. I'll, I'll go last 20 years. Past pandemics. Let's see. Uh, the 2009 H1N1. That really wasn't that bad. Well, it was bad, but nobody reported of it. Uh, 1968 past pandemic. There, there aren't a lot. There, there aren't a lot. It's not like it comes out every couple of years like the fucking Olympics. Uh and it will soon be worse. Studies are showing that these boosters are killing immune systems, and those taking them, pretty soon they'll have no immunity. Yeah. The funny thing is, is that I and and I. Okay, hold on. One more thing here. Let's see. Let, let's Google this and see if I can get a straight answer. How many non-vaccinated? People have tested positive for Omicron. Um, no, 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 no. I, I didn't. Uh, yes. Uh huh. Because it seems like Omicron is only getting to people who have been vaccinated. And once again, it's not that bad, they're reporting. Uh, Iran says, sorry to be late to the party, but uh, good morning. Good morning to you as well. Even Yahoo is putting it out there. Okay, wait, hold on a second here. Let me, uh, let me try this page out on my computer. I got to type this in. Bill Gates warns of smallpox terror attack and urges leaders to use germ games to prepare. Well, that would violate the Geneva Convention then. Seriously. I, I, look, there are, there, there are things in the Geneva Convention that, that are really there. Biological attacks are outlawed. And I know that bad people and bad dictators will not follow that, like Saddam Hussein, who used mustard gas on his own people. Uh, well, if they are working on our next pandemic, I would like to throw in a suggestion box. The hard body disease. I would like the fat to melt off and the muscles to find themselves, you know, while I'm quarantining. This time I can come out with an incredible beach body. We'll all be walking around looking like Cindy. So what's the suggestion box at? Well, there you have it. See, the vax do work on easing the symptoms. What do you think CV-19 is? COVID-19, what do I think it is? It's a cold. 
That's exactly what I know it is. It's a cold. That's all. It's a virus that needs to run its course. It's not an infectious disease. It's not a disease at all. It's a virus. Everybody's falling down. Oh, my God, I don't want to get Omicron. You're probably not. And if you do, big deal. No one in the world has died from Omicron yet. So there you go. Um, okay, I did the gum lace, did that, did that. Oh, I haven't told you my jokes today yet. Okay, jokes today are... Um, What was the last thing to run through Osama bin Laden's mind? A bullet. And what do a priest and a wristwatch have in common? They both start at 12. It's an upper respiratory virus isn't fun. I mean, no virus is fun to deal with, but that's what it is. Right, exactly. It's a virus. It's a disease released on the world. Geneva means nothing to them. They will release it and make up a story and feed through the news. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Look, I, I once again, I talked about this earlier this week. I thought it was a test run. I thought it was a test run to see how far China could get. And look what happened. Look what happened. We have given them all sorts of data. I mean, this is a country that used to fear us. China was afraid of us. And, look, if my conspiracy side can come out right now, let me just say it. And so how can we get to them? Oh, we'll close all their stores. We'll, we'll kill their morale. We'll pretend like they're super sick. We'll, call it, we'll kill as many elderly people as we can. But anybody with a decent immune system is going to su- survive. Until we get them the boosters. No, I mean no. They gave we gave them a blueprint of how we're going to react to the next time this happens. And I understand. Uh, look, Mike, I I understand Geneva means nothing to these people, and that's the problem. Is that when we do find out if it has ever found out what happened. They will be dealt with accordingly under the guise of the Geneva Convention and things like that. I read an article about all the things that Geneva canceled, like, like, like got rid of when it comes to stuff. Mustard gas, biological weaponry was all outlawed. I, find it, I found it to be fascinating to see what they could and couldn't do. Like digging trenches. The, the, the Japanese in World War II were notorious for, for building a, an open trench that had spikes at the bottom of it, and they would cover it up with leaves. So if you're a, sit, uh, a soldier, you're walking around, you step on that, you fall in, you get penetrated by one of these beams and die. Those have also been outlawed. I think what Arnie's trying to say is that the Rona isn't the, like the plague or Ebola. It's more simple like a cold. It is a cold. Yes, Christopher, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's a cold. Do we have a cure for the common cold? 
Survey says. No. Correct the mundo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have empowered China single-handedly for so fucking long. We sell them data technologies, and they turn around and use everything we sold them to sell back to us at an inflated rate on the backs of children. Yep. Thank you, Brett. I appreciate you saying I nailed it. Uh, they wanted old people to die so they could teach younger ones to stand up to the bullshit. The younger ones now are being taught to submit to the almighty powerful government. Isn't that pretty amazing? Can't fear something you own. Gates put billions in vaccines uh, for you, guessed it, COVID. So when he warns and he has billions of it, if that's going to raise my radar, I like that they have to tell you what their next plan is. Uh, Simple smallpox, no joke. That's how they would scare me, okay? I.e. our cell phones. No, we have preventative measures, you know, the ones all of a sudden ignored when it comes to COVID. Yep. Cure vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc. Thank you, Harrison. I appreciate that. The cure is this. You want you want the cure to COVID? I'll give you the cure to COVID. Stop being a pussy. The average age of death when this was at its highest, the average Age of death was 75. That meant there are far far more old people getting it, drawing the number up to the higher number, than young people getting it. Yet young people still have to get the, the jab, still have to wear masks and all that bullshit. So once again, not telling you the entire truth. Just like yesterday when I talked about how all the media came out and said, oh, it was a great reunion for the Kennedy Center Honors. The Kennedy Center Honors have been going on for the last four years. Didn't go away anywhere. And if it did go away, they didn't mean it the way that it was supposed to be, meaning it was shut down during the uh, horrible and deadly coronavirus season. So dumb. This is why we can't have nice things in this country anymore, people. I'm just telling you. How about this one? Jesus Christ. Thank God finally somebody's come out. (sighs) Hundreds of America's top scientists... And mathematicians have been have released an open letter, mainly to the state, well, to the state of California, in which they express alarm at the likely disastrous consequence of the woke K through 12 math curricula, such as equitable math framework by California. See, here's the thing. When it comes to numbers and things like this, we all want to say, oh, well, computers, they do this. Take yourself out of computer talk. Okay? Um, 
So this new curriculum in school is it's it's there just to show your work. Now, when they find out that you're wrong in your work, they don't do anything because that's what this was set up for. Okay. It was set up for 1 plus 1 can equal 77 somehow. And just as long as you showed the work. This equitable math, which, by the way, they, they say is racist as well, too. I, I've never known a math to be racist. That, that's very strange to me. I heard, do you guys want to hear a really bad joke? I've got a really, really bad joke. I can't tell this one on TikTok. Would you like to hear it? It's so fucking bad. I heard Norm MacDonald do it. Um... What do you give, and this is the most absurd joke I've ever heard, but man, it, like, I gotta say, I laughed, but what do you give to the good retiring slave? Oh, god damn, that's even tough to say. Gold chains, of course. I don't care who you are. <laughs> yeah, Jen, it's the tire chain. It's like the tire. <laughs> that shit is fucking awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so this math that's racist. <laughs> Six hundred of the nation's top uh, scientists have signed an open letter that specifically voices deep concerns about California's equitable math. You're not giving kids a chance anymore. Not as bad, but it's climbing the ladder for sure. Andrew says, oh, goddamn, that's funny. And Elisa, Jesus. There are two people that I could text that joke out to, and I, I will get the real reactions from them. Oh, my God. That that one's fucking good. I just cleaned it up better than Norm did it. So, yeah, I won't be, I won't be telling that one. Now, see, this is the sad part. Is it 15, 20 years ago? You could tell that joke. You could tell that joke to a black guy. Today, you'll be canceled for it. Is equitable math common core math? Is that where they just want you to show the work? Like if you show somehow the work that 2 plus 2 equals 52. They'll give you credit for it. And by the way, you're setting people up to fail in the future. If you can't do math, you can't live in this country. And there are enough people before this bullshit math came out 
There are videos all over the internet, and they ask somebody. They go, if you're 82 miles away, if you're 80 miles away from someone, and you go to drive to visit them, and you're driving 80 miles an hour, how long will it take? to get there so the destination's 80 miles away and you're driving 80 miles an hour it will take you 80 minutes you see there's a little math involved there miles per hour so the miles that you can go in an hour if you're driving 80 miles an hour that means you can actually go 80 miles in one hour They don't just say it for fun. That's what it means. Harrison, text me. So text me real quick, and I'll I'll, I'll text you the joke. Oh, fuck it. I'll just tell the joke again. What do you give to the good retiring slave? Gold chains, of course. Math is racist, just like prices, taxes, speed limits, the roads, all that kind of stuff. Yes, Ogre, it's all racist. The problem is is that if your kid is doing this kind of math and then later in life they go for a job interview, let me just say this. Instead of the job interview analogy, let me say this. Do you know how hard it is to watch kids make change now? If, If your bill is 805 and you give a kid 1005, You throw them off. I I, I don't know what to do here. Because they need a little cash register in front of them to tell them why. Because they can't do math. Oh, it's so dumb. It is so... And by the way, we, this generation of parents, my generation of parents, has allowed it to happen. I'm not sure Common Core Math took over our old way of math maybe nine years ago. It was horrible. It took math and made it wrong. I could never even help my fifth grade son with math. And he used to just fly through work. uh, Common Core Math came out, and the teacher had the balls to mark him down and threaten to fail him till our parent-teacher conference when we had a chat. My son convinced me to produce math, uh, continued to produce math with proper answers and got his grades. We do not conform to the new math. You can't convince me one plus one equals two. Now needs to be done in a new way. And if it's not, my kid fails. No, no fucking way. No, you're absolutely right. Look, look, they've changed history. They've made certain acts of history disappear, and that's a change. Let's go after math now. Let's change it. These are people that were duped too much by riddles. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I'm tired of the bullshit in this world. Parents, you need to stand up. Honestly, and and I I mean this. By the way, we got listener mail coming up by JS Floors. 
sponsored by JS Floors here next. Um, got amazing cover songs today, tomorrow, the next day. Like I said, I've gone crazy on it. By the way, that new math they're talking about is mainly in California. I know that's a shocker. So let's stay in California, shall we, for this story. This one just baffles me. The city of San Francisco has suspended cannabis tax. So the dispensaries are allowed to compete with drug dealers. So the city, by the way, same city uh, uh, where 13 of the looters slash robbers were arrested. You know, the smash and grab people, they, they, they caught like 13 of them. And due to the fact that all 13 of them are poor, they don't have any money for bail, they're going to release them. Because they're poor. Or if a train is traveling south in Sacramento and it hits an evil bitch, how fast does it need to go faster? It needs to go faster. Union Pacific, over on Highway 65 where, where Ferrari Ranch Road crosses, fucking floor it from now on, God damn it! Try all you want. You can't compete with the street. Mm-hmm. B. Coop, we need to uh, get to the least <laughs> faster than downtown Roseville commuter train. Of course, San Francisco would be sympathetic to drug dealers rather than deal with the issue. Yeah, they're saying, okay, pot shops here. Look, look, look. We know that, that we want you to compete with the drug dealers, so we're not going to give you, take our taxes this month. Shit, man, I'm ready to fucking legalize heroin now. Well, you know how much of that shit I could sell? I could sell that shit by the fucking ton. And by the way, San Francisco, the city itself, could control this. You know how? By arresting the weed dealers that don't have the contracts. So the state just lied again push for legalizing pot was all that tax revenue for the state. Fucking liars. Yeah, and now they're not going to get any because we got to compete with the drug dealers. It amazes me how much the, the city of San Francisco is turning into a bigger fucking pit daily. Can you go back to the pot store? Yeah, Absolutely. An order in suspending San Francisco's cannabis business tax was unanimously approved by city supervisors. Supervisor Raphael Mundelman, the ordinance author, said in a statement, suspending the business tax on cannabis will support legal cannabis retailers as they struggle to compete with illegal cannabis sellers. Do you want to know why? Let, let me just let you in on why the legal, legal cannabis retailers are struggling. It's due to all the fucking tax. It has nothing to do, the drug dealers, of course, I told you they were still going to be selling. 
Are you saying we have to get sit on some dirty guy's couch for 20 minutes picking dollar dog hairs out of the, our weed while smoking half of it with the dispensary like we would our street dealer? Yes, exactly. Well, man, those, those weed dealers, they don't have any overhead. They buy their fucking weed. The overhead is them going out to sell it. Well, hey, here's another way you can compete. You arrest all the illegal dealers. If you don't have a license to sell it, then guess what? Your ass is getting arrested. California, San Francisco is probably suspending one tax. There's usually half a dozen fees, taxes, surcharges, et cetera. Just like saying, uh, staying at a hotel, suspending one tax is probably just a smokescreen. Oh, absolutely it is. See, I don't see them struggling here in Tahoe. Who, the legal weed dealers or illegal weed dealers? Because I don't say, I honestly, I can't believe that the weed industry is struggling in San Francisco. That's one of his friends from high school that he went to, he went to school with this guy who's still a pothead. He's like, dude, bro, man, my business is going crazy, brah. I told you my business would keep going even though you legalized it, brah. So mad. All right, we'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS. When we come back, we have tons and tons of the old, good old-fashioned listener mail. Brought to you by JS Force. Now it's time for some more cover songs. And whoo, this first one. Yeah, it, it's a doozy here at ArnieRadio.com. Living easy, living free. Season ticket on a homeway ride. Asking nothing, leave me be. Taking everything in my stride. Don't need reasons, don't need rhyme. There ain't nothing that I'd rather do. I'm going down, it's party time. Yeah, my friends are gonna be there too. I'm on the highway to hell. Speed limits, nobody gonna slow me down Like a wheel, gonna spin it Nobody gonna mess me around Hey Satan, paid my dues Playing in this bluegrass man Hey mama, look at me I'm on my way to the promised land
one morning while making the rounds. I took a shot of cocaine and I shot my baby down. I shot her down and I went to bed. I stuck that loving 44 beneath my head. Woke up next morning and I grabbed that gun. I took a shot of cocaine and away I run. Made a good run, but I run too slow. They overtook me down in Juarez, Mexico. And in the high joints, taking the pill. And walked the sheriff from Cherico Hill. Well, Lily, your name is not Jack Brown. You're the dirty hack and shot your woman down. Yes, so oh, yes, my name is Willie Lee. If you've got a warrant, you better read it to me. I shot her down, cause she made me slow. I thought it was her daddy, but she had five more. When I was arrested, I was dressed in black. Carcass in that county jail. Into that district court Into the courtroom My trial began Where I was judged by Twelve honest men Yes, as the jury started walking out I saw that little judge Commence to look about In about five minutes In walk a man Please have mercy on me The judge, he smiled when he picked up his pen Ninety-nine years in the San Quentin pen Ninety-nine years underneath that ground And I can't forget the day I shot that bad bitch down Of all you hoppers, listen unto me Stay off that whiskey and let that cocaine be I 
hear voice in the morning hearts you call me radio remind me of my home far away riding down the road i get a feeling that i should have been home yesterday yesterday Cocaine Blues, I thought that was fantastic. And the first one I knew y'all wouldn't like, it, it, it's the Hacy Dixie Hillbilly Tribute to ACDC. They got a whole album. All ACDC songs. All just, no, that wasn't good. That was not good. No, I agree with someone when they said it wasn't as bad as the bad as Aver, uh, Avril's Chop Suey. That V. Coop put up yesterday, that was so fucking bad. 
I got through like 10 seconds, and I just said, nope. I did not even try to find that one. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Harrison says, ACDC cover does not work. Hangtown Jen says, I can tell it's highway to hell, and I can tell they put their heart and soul in it. It's like when your kid makes a shit picture of a rainbow in the family, uh, and you have to smile and hug them and put it on the fridge thinking to yourself, well, at least we know they're not an artist. Oh, that is funny. Uh, still better than Chop Suey. Yeah, I'm liking this one, the Ray Charles one. Uh, sort of. It did make me crave the real song for right now, though. Uh, is that Ray Charles covering Mr. Yes, it was? Douglas, you're a bear for making it that long. I hate <laughs> I made it as far as her first aneurysm, which is about 10 seconds in. Yeah, that, that was a, a bad, bad version. The Avril Lavigne Chop Suey. Uh, time now for... Our fav- one of my favorite piles of the week, because I get to hear from you guys, uh, is Listener Mail, uh, which, by the way, is brought to you by JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. The rest? Well, let me tell you, the rest, this time of year, they're real bastards. Right? During the, the other part of the year, they're bastards, but they're proper bastards during the holidays, because you know what they like to do? They like to come to your house. When you've hired them for some reason instead of JS Floors because you wanted to cut some corners, well, you can say adios to all your Christmas decorations, ornaments, trees, train sets, whatever you have, because they steal it all. And they don't even steal it to have Christmas at their house. No, they steal it to have some kind of weird pagan ritual where they sacrifice a tree and a deer because they can't find any reindeer, so they just use a regular live deer and they sacrifice it. Fucking strange, man. You know who doesn't do that? My good friend Jesse over at JS Floors. No. They come in. They check it out. They go, okay, this is what we can do for you. Boom. And they put in amazing floors. So give them a call at 775-267-4123. Now, Jen, you, you said you craved hearing the, the real version. So I'm, I'm going to, we're, we're going to split hairs here. Sorry about that. And uh, the first, I, I know that the first one is, is an Ask Arnie question. So we, we have to take care of that right here and right now. You guys ready? Here we go. Got some problems. I can help you. Don't you worry. I'm a trained professional. Time after time, now you gotta ask so I can help you out. Ask me now. Ask me now. Don't you really miss me when bonus 
Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year and all that kind of good stuff to you. Uh, let's see. Uh, I heard the other foreign companies pawn your gifts for drug money and USC tickets with Lincoln Riley. They also rape your house, your whole house. Uh, I was listening to Hailstorm yesterday. They have a great Lady Gaga remake. Oh, I've done that one. Oh, yeah, I've I played uh, the, 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 the Hailstorms. Uh, I did that one a couple weeks ago, or last week I did it. We got, we got more Hailstorm coming, I promise. I promise. Uh, the rest give retired players like gold chains, which ruined the joke. Oh, man. Grammy time again, thank you. Don't play that song in a cow town. It will cause a stampede. Damn right it was. I told you, stop playing Britney. I'm out of cigarettes. I am so over the fucking moon. I found you, Arnie. Speaking of cows, I live in the shitbag cow town you used to be in, as well as how radio is here. You have been missed greatly. Well, Chris, thank you. I'm glad you found the show. Welcome to the Arnie State Show. Chris, you are now a proud member of the Ass family. Correct the mundo, sir. I'm here every morning. Your time would be from 7 to 11 every day. I'm here every single Monday through Friday. So let's start our mail system here. Welcome to the show, Chris. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, our first one is from Daryl. It says, hey, Arnie. I was just wondering if you feel bad whether you talk about the other show or if it makes you feel bad when you talk about the other shows that you were on. The one in the morning, to be exact. I remember as a kid, I couldn't wait to turn you guys on in the morning and see what I was going to hear. I feel a lot of the same uh, today about your show. You really are great. Keep up the amazing show. Chris says, I love it. Thank you. And then look at that hot mama. Alicia, both welcoming of Chris to the ass family. Going back to asking me if I feel bad about anything, if it makes me feel bad when I talk about the old show. And the answer is easily no. Do I miss being on regular radio? Yes, I do miss being on regular radio for one reason. It's because you have to show how talented you are. Like, like I, I, I'm still ta- I still consider myself talented when it comes to the aspect of talk radio. Even though now I have all my tools and I can curse and I can say bad things, but that was the cool part of being in, on radio is that I was I found a way because that that's my talent in this life is to say the dirty thing without saying the dirty thing. You know what I mean? So I it, I, I miss that aspect of it. I, I miss the the camaraderie of the radio station. Not necessarily the show that I was on, but being in the radio station. I miss seeing the people that I worked with that made us such a and, and I'm not talking I'm talking about when 98 Rock was just 98 Rock. We had our own sales staff, we had our own uh, uh, promotion staff. I miss that aspect of radio because that to me was what radio was all about. It was a, it was a competition and we were taking on people. And it was fun. But, no, I never, I never feel bad when I tell stories about things that I did on the air and things that we talked about and other shit. You know, and, look, I don't even mind talking about when I was on with dog shit and jerk off. I mean, honestly, I, I, I have fun talking about it because and, – and, by the way, it made me the broadcaster that I am today. 
Everything that I've taken, this is like whenever I get one of those romance questions on the show, when some partner has asked the other partner how many people they've slept with. It's the worst question in the world. Worst fucking relationship question in the world is to say how many people you've ever been with. Uh, Honey, I'm just wondering, how many people have you slept with before me? Well, you can answer that one. You can answer that one on your own. How good is your girl at giving blowjobs? Your girl fantastic at giving blowjobs? Where do you think she learned that shit? She sucked a lot of dick. Hey, but you are the last dick that she's sucking. Don't ask that question. But see, that's, that's the thing with me is that my radio career taught me all this kind of stuff. And I take it now and I use it on this show. And I can honestly tell you, I've never been this happy ever when it comes to doing my job. I, I love the freedom I have on this show. I love the fact that I pick, I do everything. Everything consists of me on this show. I have control, and I'm not a control freak guy. But the stories, the letters I pick, the music I pick, you know, like, like this week, we're doing nothing but cover songs. And then next week, instead of cover song Friday, we're going to do live Friday. We're going to have nothing but live songs played. Not, not People aren't coming in. I'm just going to have live versions of songs. Uh, Let's see. uh, Ken Dog says, fuck that show, Arnie. You're better than that. I appreciate it. That morning show totally sucks now. That's what I hear. Arnie, you are way better than that show. Thank you. Uh, That show is so off the deep end now. Just a bunch of politically correct ass kissing now. That's what I hear. This is why I live in Texas, so I I can't listen to them. So that's good. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, I'm good at... Blue jobs, and I learned from <laughs> blow jo- <laughs> from eating bananas, sucking bananas. Okay, just say you lost count. <laughs> you lost count. Okay, all right, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, that that to me is the dumbest question, and and I don't mean to to rub it in if if, if you've ever asked me that question, but that's just one of those that that it is a first of all none of their business, and b so what. It made you the person that you are. That's the thing I don't understand. When people get upset about people's pasts, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. Um, that made you the person that you are today. You know, that person that that other person is judging you and even though they love you. That's what made you who you are today. You got to look back on your life and, and, and look at all the experiences, and it made you who you are. And you should be, look, there's gonna be, so there are plenty of experiences that you can't be proud of. There are lots of things I did that I'm not proud of, but it made me the person I am today because I learned from it. Hot mama, neither do I. I don't understand why it matters either, but people ask that question. And I'll tell you this, it will be asked until the end of time. That is one of those relationship questions that will always be asked, and I just shake my head at it now. Now that I'm a 50-year-old man, I just, look, I, I just wait for it to be asked. When I was working at the prison, I uh, tuned, uh, tuned into them for a little while. While I couldn't listen to you live, they a bunch of pandering idiots. So far from being entertaining, it's shit. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Failure is life's greatest teacher. So does that mean you won't tell me the real number? Yeah, I, I don't even know what the real number is, honestly, anymore. Not to mention how superior the show's format is to the old ones. We all get to be a small part of the show and participate with the chat room and the phone calls and emails. Absolutely. 
hey, man, this isn't my show. This is our show. This is what we do. You guys participate. Christopher, hey, by the way, Chris, the, the new Chris, Christopher is, it reviews a lot of movies. And I tell you what, anybody can do it. Christopher just jumped on it. Anybody can send me a movie review. I'll put it up. But Christopher is the main dog when it comes to it. Just haven't had any good movies come out. This has been a weird year for movies. Like, I can't remember. Like, last weekend I looked at, at, at Fandango, and I couldn't believe that they didn't have anything decent come out last week. That's the first time ever. Like, a, a weekend in December, they didn't have anything worth a shit come out. Now, is this week is this week Spider-Man? Come on, give me, uh, I'm sure my ex-wife knows the, my number. I know when we got married but forgot the number and started counting after the divorce. Uh, if I'm ever asked, I'm going to say four, five, six, see what they say. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's see, Thursday. Oh, for fuck's sake, West Side Story? Are you kidding me? Oh, that is such a kick in the fucking nuts. Oh, fucking musical. God damn it. I guess Spider-Man is next week. Fuck. Man, I tell you what. They could have released, if they would have released Top Gun, colon Maverick, when it was supposed to be released, like right now, they would be printing money. The Jewish accountant Spider-Man is on the 16th. Okay, so next week. All right, fair enough. But, yeah, yeah, it, no, as far as that letter goes, no, it doesn't It doesn't bother me talking about the old show and things. Like, uh, look, I'll tell you a true, true story here. Sometimes I watch the old, old stuff that you can find on YouTube of the old show, and I got to say, I was pretty good. And I'm even better now. But I was pretty good back then. There, I've done some things that make me laugh. And, and I, it's hard for me to laugh at myself because I'm very overcritical of myself. There's some shit, though, that's on YouTube that I did that is fucking exquisite. I've been searching shows that I never watched since movies are scarce. I'm telling you, Arnie, the league has your name written all over it. Raunchy and funny as fuck. Okay. There was, there's a, sh- a show I want to watch. It's called Mr. D. It's a Canadian show about a gym teacher who gets thrown in to, like, teach first graders. I've seen some highlights of it, and it's one of those raunchy shows, but I can't find it on. And my fire stick, look, hey, 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 hey. Anybody out there that can get me an already broken fire stick for Christmas would be vastly appreciated because I cannot find anything on my goddamn fire stick anymore. Oh, and it pisses me off. The League. Okay, I'm, I might try it out. I will try it out. You were the best part of that shit. Thank you, Cowboys girl. One word, if asked, a lot. They can take it how they want to. Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> the number of people you've had sex with. It's on Hulu. Yeah, The League. I know The League. I, I've got Hulu. Uh, I'm finally watching Ted Lasso. He cracks me up. I watched the new episode of The uh, Shrink Next Door with Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell. Man, that's one of those shows that... Oh, crap. This week is West Side Story. Okay, boss. Expect You're going to go see that shit? God dang. 
Good for you, Christopher. You're the man, dude. You were the man going to see that. Ugh. No, I've never watched the league. Great show. Okay. Uh, might take a show or two to get used to the characters, but it was a gym when I found Okay. Hey, man, I, I got nothing but time during the day. I might not watch it today. I got to do some, some Christmas shit. Uh, but, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check out the league this week. All right, next mail here. Let's see. Let's get to it here, shall I? Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Yeah, before I get to that, uh, that show, uh, The Shrink Next Door with Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell, you will learn to hate Paul Rudd. He is evil in this. I would never thought I'd ever see Paul Rudd play a character like this. Uh, I just sent you a link for a free streaming service for Fire Stick. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, appreciate it, bud. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, Arnie, help! That's why I sang the songs earlier. My in-laws are going to be staying with us for the last week, for at least a week, and maybe even two. My wife's father and I kind of get along. It's not a horrible relationship, but I don't really have much except for his daughter in common with the guy from what I know. I just want the holidays to be peaceful. If that means I don't have any fun, so be it. I just don't want bickering and shouting either. That's from Kevin. Well, Kevin, let's go backwards here. If you don't have any fun, so be it. Dude, it's the holidays. You get time off. Have some fun. Find a way to have some fun. It's a time to kind of relax and just reset. Get ready for 2022. The world's a bad place as it is. Don't let the holidays be even worse for you. Don't want bickering and shouting either, okay? You, you say something in here that caught me. Caught me really, really... Um, it says... I don't have much in common with him except his daughter, from what I know. Um, what don't you know about her dad? Maybe her dad likes things that you, you like and you don't even know about it. Look, I, I, I understand that dads can be tough and they can be judgmental. Like, God forbid I ever had a daughter. First of all, I, I failed because I should only be producing sons. Um, <laughs> but, like, it, like I'm not going to get along with them unless they really break it down and, and, and make a, 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 an effort. And that's what you got to do, Kevin. you got to try to make an effort. I know they're coming to your house for Christmas. you still got to make an effort. This is your wife's father. This is the most important man in her life for longer than she's known you. If she has a good relationship with her dad, then you need to somehow figure out a way to work this out. I was lucky that that I've only had to deal with one dad, and he was a nice guy. Still a fucking putz, but he was a nice enough guy. I just read what fucking 
be Coop then open up the conversation by telling him you and your daughter did the Philly sidecar and describe what it is. <laughs> yeah, my wife and I had some hot lettuce last night. <laughs> hot lettuce, what's that? Well, you see, what I do is I grab a handful of lettuce and I jam it up your daughter's ass. Oh, my parents, yeah, they're great. Yeah, great so that you, you don't make me see them at all, and I appreciate that. Car, sports, or tits. Man, strike up one of those and see. It's cool to be peaceful, but fuck anyone trying to snatch up my fun. Exactly. You got to just talk to him. Maybe, maybe you find out that he tells really dirty jokes. And if he does, this is what you do, Kevin. You go to either my Instagram page and go to my stories, or you go to my TikTok page, and you tell him some of the jokes that I've told. Hell, you could tell him the joke we came up with this morning, depending on how bad your dad is. I mean, if he's an older guy, he's going to like dirty as shit jokes. So tell him dirty jokes. Maybe you guys can bond that way. My dad... My dad was a great example. Uh, for my oldest sister, her husband, it, and he knew him when they were dating, my, my brother Tom, because he was in the family before me, so he's pretty much my biological brother as far as I'm concerned, who's no longer with us. He was, li- he was like the first son before, you know, the chosen one came out, me. And my dad and he were the best of friends. They played golf together. My dad would take him out drinking, do all kinds of shit. Love Tom. And then Jim came into the picture. Now, Patty was my, my dad's favorite until I was born. And she married this guy. And, and Jim is salt of the earth. He's just a quiet guy. So nothing like dad or me. Jim is not the life of the party. Jim is just... But my dad and he had a connection over music, and they got along swimmingly. And he loved the way he treated uh, my sister Patty, and my dad was a great example. And it even went down to the grandkids. Now, one of my, my oldest niece, Angela, who's married to uh, this guy named Jake. Jake's a great kid, great guy. My dad used to send him the most foul Christmas cards. I mean, <laughs> you know, something like, you know, uh, twinkle, twinkle on a star. Here's your fucking Christmas card. Shit like that. And he would send those cards to him every single year for his birthday and Christmas. And they got along. So, Kevin, just find a way to try to get along. Alicia, she goes on to say, Kevin, they're coming to your house. You don't need to bend a knee. You both need to come to respect each other unless one of you gives the other a real reason not to like the other. And if it gets to a point where you don't want to be at your home, make them get a hotel and give them uh, and arrange uh, time with your wife afterwards. There you go. Uh, My mom likes you better than me. She sent you a gift on me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got to open that gift. Because I got, yeah, yeah, I got, I got, I got a digital thermometer for all my cooking needs now. Very excited about that. 
very happy about that. But, yeah, Kevin, Kevin, look, man, you ain't got to have your, your year ruined. And you don't need to go out of your way to be a dick to the dad. And he might go out of his way to be a dick to you, but call him out on it. It is your house, after all. Maybe he's waiting for you to stand up to him. I don't know. Uh, you know how people are. People like to play a lot of fucking games. Maybe he's waiting for you to kick him out of the house. Is he a veteran? You want to talk about military? Watch military? Anything like that. Okay. All right. Next one here. Let's see. Um, Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I need some help when it comes to gift giving for my fiance this year. Now, we're trying to save money, so next year we can't have we can have an amazing honeymoon. But I don't want to come across as a cheapskate for Christmas. You have any sort of ideas for me to get her? Thanks so much and keep up the good work on the show from Alex. Okay, so you're saving up for a honeymoon, yet you still want to buy a Christmas present. Okay. All right, I can deal with this. If I knew your wife, then I could I could really help you, but I don't know your wife. Allegedly. Um, you know your wife. You know the stuff that she gets. And I'm not talking about the, the, the big ticket item stuff. I'm talking about the small stuff, the small stuff that's important to her. What does she, I I mean, honestly, like, you don't have to get her, you know, some fucking mink coat or anything for Christmas. Women are truly amazing when it comes to being in a relationship with a guy, and and this is a real relationship, not some gold-digging chick. But they're so easy to shop for if you pay attention. This is the, this is the big thing. This, this is the thing that kills relationships more than anything is that people don't pay attention to one another. Pay attention. If you notice that, like, I don't know, so, something she uses a lot of is almost out, get that. That can be, you can have a big bundle of Christmas gifts for, of all small type items like that. Okay, if she's bitching and complaining about, and and everybody bitches and complains, not just women. And women, this goes for the for you too. If you know that your guy uses a certain kind of aftershave, then get him a couple of them. Make it work for him. Like like honestly, the other night I was blown away. Like I was so excited because we went out to to do some shopping. And we went to some highfalutin stores, and I thought, well, I'll check and see if they have, they have 8 and Bob there. And they didn't. Of course they didn't, because that's the cologne I like. And Brad and Kid finally just said, look, I got you, Eight and Kid. Now, she because she paid attention to me. And that, to me, I appreciate more than anything in the world, is that she paid attention. She didn't get me something shitty. So I, I, that's, the, that's the whole thing right there. Pay attention. The small stuff means the world to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, I really wish I had a foot-long dildo with a pulsating vibration. You might need to rethink your situation. 
You can't go wrong with vacuum, cookbooks, household cleaning stuff, pots and pans. She'll love it. Uh, I found out my wife didn't want a deer antler mount last year for Christmas. Good thing I shot a buck. Oh, <laughs> uh, I only told you because you were about to order. Yeah, well, you still told, but but the whole thing is that that you paid attention, right, kid? And Alex here, yes, pay attention. You know your wife better than you know anybody else. Now, don't get her what you think she wants or think she needs. Like if your wife snores and you get her a CPAP machine, she's not going to like that. That's not going to be a good gift. <laughs> get her the best-selling book, The Amish Woman's Guide to Knowing Her Place. Oh, there you go. Well, Alex, I hoped I helped you there with your gift-giving problems. Um, Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Arnie, I just wanted to say that I, well, this is all caps. I love cover song week. And I think you telling us about your worst Christmas gifts of all time is hilarious as well. I have to tell you that one year I had an aunt that actually got my brother and I lunch meat. (laughs) She got you lunch meat? He says, Oscar Mayer, still sealed bologna and ham. I think I could be in the running for the worst gift ever. Merry Christmas, Amanda. Okay. Oh, there you go. You can make plans for something fun to do on your honeymoon, like a helicopter ride. That's a great idea. Um, okay. So, yes, you are in the running. Getting a lunch meet for Christmas. Now... V-Coop, uh, he, he challenged me yesterday to do this uh, each and every day before Christmas to where I go over the worst gifts I've ever been given. And I'm trying to keep this limited to only Christmas. If you are an old-time fan of me and an, a show I was on, you might recognize this story. So um, when we worked off of Madison Avenue, What the fuck is wrong with lunch meat? It's thoughtful, nutritious, and delicious. It is, just not really a gift. So when we worked in that building, we would get there at oh dark 30 every day, right? And we were usually the first people in the building. And at one time, we parked literally 10 feet from the door. Well, they reassigned parking spots, and then they sent us way further away from doors, which we didn't care for because... We would have people sometimes waiting in the parking lot to meet us, to give us things, all this kind of stuff. And one year we had this guy. And I think he lived in his van. I'm not 100% sure. But I remember he gave us these, and this isn't the worst gift he gave us. Uh, one Christmas, my uncle, who just came from India, gave us a used white button-down shirt <laughs> with used pits, had yellow stains. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll never forget, like, he gave us tortilla chips that he said he made in his van. But to answer your question, of course I tried them. 
they tasted like regular tortilla chips. But he said he made them in in, in the van. So a, a few weeks goes by, and this guy's in the parking lot a lot to talk to us. And we're starting to get a little weirded out. Well, one day he goes to the uh, – he, he comes in. He's not there in the morning when we get there. He shows up after we're there, and he's just staying in the parking lot the whole morning, right? Finally, when they opened the building, he went through reception. And, of course, reception didn't care about our safety at all. They just let his ass back there. And he comes back there, and he's got this big bag, right? And there's three big, big wrapped things for Christmas. He hands them out, right? Of course, I'm going to tear through mine because I'm a fucking child. And the motherfucker gets us. And, and, and look, I, I kept a straight face on when he was in the studio. He, all, he got us all the same thing. And it was a big-ass coffee table book on 9-11. Right? It, it's a coffee table book that talks about 9-11. Pictures in there, all kinds of shit, right? And we thank him. We do all this shit, right? He leaves. He drives away or whatever. And we take a commercial. We come back from commercial, and I went off. I said, who in the hell gives someone a book about the worst event to happen in American history? What, were they sold out of the Holocaust fucking table book? Coffee table book. I didn't curse. I mean, it was that bad. I hated it. I thought it was awful. And oh my God. Yeah, he was on the air with us, and I had to fucking. I, he wasn't there for my reaction of what the fuck is this? Because I didn't know if he had a knife on him or anything, so I didn't want him to cut me. Motherfucker said he's making tortilla chips in his damn van. And I'll never forget, like, like. <laughs> There was one person in the studio laughing at my reaction, and then the other one, <laughs> I can't believe you're saying that. Oh, my God. These are expensive. I go, it's expensive crap. I said, I am not going to adorn my coffee table with a book of tragedy. The Prince of Programming <laughs> comes running down. He goes, oh, I'll take it. I go, you would take it. Yeah, I gave that shit up. And it was like it was like a fit and and of course, you know, the the smart one goes, Well, usually the price is on the inside because eh, didn't never went to a bookstore, never bought a book. Opened it up and it was like fifty-eight ninety-nine. I can't believe you would do something like that. Oh my god. I go, that that is a way I said he most likely stole them. Which that got an even bigger reaction. But that was one of the absolute all-time worst gifts I ever got was the coffee table book on 9-11. Oh, shit. That, that sucked. Good Lord. God, what a shitty gift. To this day, that was not a bit. That was a terrible fucking gift. You can give me a coffee table book. Give me a coffee table book on something I'd like. Christ's sake. That book was probably bound in human skin, probably. Expensive, so is her grocery list now. Doesn't 
make her pretty, though. No, it does not. It sure as fuck does not. Uh, is that better or worse than sealed bologna and ham? If the ham and, and bologna would have been open, that makes it really terrible. But it was sealed. Amanda, everybody's, they're standing up for the, the, the lunch meat. Man, that would be shit. Let me just tell you. If you need any suggestions for, like, white elephant gift parties that you have to go to, that one's right there. Nothing over $5, bam, you are getting some bar-ass bologna because that shit is delicious. Can you imagine being at a white, bar, a white elephant party and opening up a package of bologna? By the way, you're welcome. You're welcome. I've given you, you will be the life of that party. Vienna sausages, maybe? Oh, God damn, that is funny. All right, I'm glad that, uh, Amanda, you enjoy the cover songs week. So am I. Uh, human skin is what he used for the chips he made. I knew it tasted a little funky. I knew it. Jesus. Fucking guy. Hey, listen up. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, uh, I knew uh, it was going to happen, and I'm not very happy about it. Or as you would say, uh, now a boot something. I tried watching Letterkenny, and I have to say that it's one of the most absurd things I've ever watched. By the way, only got through four episodes. That is some really stupid shit. I honestly expected more when I heard you said you liked it. I am excited for the Ray Donovan movie because I know you have nothing but good shit to say about that show. That's from Ian. Look, I like Letterkenny. Letterkenny to me is very, very fun. I, see, this is the thing. There are a lot of people out there that um, that get Letterkenny. My humor scale, is it, it, it runs crazy. And I'll tell you why it runs crazy. Um, hold on, let me write something down. Letter Kenny is not thought-provoking. It's supposed to be funny. Exactly. A lot of people like dry humor. More than they like regular, you know, fucking full-on bastard humor. Like, I, I like all humor. I can find comedy in everything. And Letterkenny, to me, is that is a very, very dry, funny show. It is hysterical, in, in my opinion. Now, I imagine that, I, I think I've seen some clips of the league, and I know what you're talking about, and it does look very funny. I just haven't spent time watching it yet. Letter Kenny, I watched because I thought it was fun. Ian, I'm sorry it's not your bag, baby, but I thought it was great, and that's why I want to watch this Mr. D show as well. Um, let's see. Um, someone got tuna sandwiches at your party, yeah. Stick of salami. Uh, for my mom's Christmas party, we do white elephant gag gift games. One of my cousins wrapped up a package of mushrooms, and not the fun ones. Greatest gag gift busted out a little cooler you brought wrapped in there. <laughs> Get a gift set with a rounded salami and cheese balls at one end. 
for those corporate gift givers who already have a resume, Andy. Andy. Uh, Elise says, I love that show. Fuck you, Ian. Yeah, Letterkenny's fantastic. New season starts, uh, I think, the day after Christmas. Uh, I love what we do in the shadows, but the two people I told to watch it didn't get it. Uh, very dry humor. Is that the one where they, uh, the vampires are all in the house? I tried that one, and I just couldn't get over the fact that they're vampires. But they did have some really funny jokes in there. I watched that after I saw the previews for uh, on Little Dicky. And I, I watched the whole season two of Little Dicky, and that show was terrible. But, yeah, uh, very excited. Uh, the Ray Donovan movie comes out January 22nd, I believe. It's on Showtime. It's going to be a Showtime movie. Cannot wait. Cannot wait for fucking Ray Donovan to come back. But, yeah, so there you go. All right. Let's see. Next one here. Let's go. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, I hate to tell you, buddy, but your cowboys aren't that good. What? Um, I know already. Uh, that last game against the state Saints shows how bad they are. Yes, I know they won, but you aren't going to beat good teams like that. Now, with that all said, I hope you have a better sports year in 2022 than this year. I mean, the Tiger crash, the Rangers sucking, the Longhorns really bad. Please tell me that you are going to be okay, and I won't have to do a wellness check on you when your stars get beat again in the playoffs. From Anthony. I deleted Little Dicky after Season 2, Episode 1. Yeah, it didn't get much better after that. Uh, yeah, this was a shit year in sports. A terrible year in sports. Awful. Tiger Woods crashed, almost lost his leg. He's hitting golf balls, though, now. I'm telling you. And I know everybody's going to say, oh, Arnie, he said he's going to give up on competitive golf. He'll probably never win again. Not in 2022. 2023. Just telling you. Watch out. Masters. Um, the, look, as far as the Cowboys go, Cowboys are still in first place, still headed to the playoffs. They're doing something right now that I, I look, I, I am not a Dak Prescott guy. I, I've said it, and I'll, I'll continue to say it. I do not think that he can lead us to the Super Bowl. I really don't. You can't say they suck, though. They are in first place, and they are winning. They're a good team. My hopes are not up, though. And watching the Saints game, if they start playing like that, if they start playing down to their opponent, you're right. A good team will come out and whoop their ass. Seen it happen. But right now, I, I, my, I, my optimism is there for the Dallas Cowboys this year. But once again, I said, Dak Prescott, $40 million, broken wheel, dumb move, and... Man, we could have had Mac Jones. Think of that. Cowboys fans, we could have drafted the guy New England has right now. But, hey, we got Dak, so we'll see. Redskins are going to win the division. In my ass, they are. Cowboys are going to beat the Redskins this weekend. Uh, By the way, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be with us on Thursday to go over 
uh, all of the NFL. We, I don't think Bulls, Bulls games don't start until the 17th, so we'll start going over those then. Uh, they need to make Elliott running back two and start Pollard. Zeke injury made him lose his speed. This is what I was talking about last year. See, the Cowboys, Troy Pollard is the best running back the Cowboys got. They should have traded Zeke and they should have traded Dak and got the number one pick and taken somebody great. But no, no, we got to sign Dak to a $40 bajillion contract and we keep Zeke on the team. And Zeke has been nothing but a fucking asshole. I'm not an, I'm not an Ezekiel Elliott guy. Troy Pollard or Tony Pollard, I love that dude. Number 20, he might be number 20 in our programs, but he's number one in my heart. Pollard is great and affordable, yeah, until the Cowboys decide to fucking let him go. Uh, they always play to their opponent and something I've never liked. Eh, not all. Eh. Well, there was a couple games this year we blew teams out. So I, I just don't know what this Cowboys team got. I, I look, I, I'm rooting for them, and I, I still watch every game. I don't know why, but I guess I do. All right, getting near the end of the Lister Mail, only a couple left. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, have you checked out any of those reunion shows on the screening networks? Stuff like Fuller House where they bring back the stars at an older age and where they are in their lives now. That show failed because neither one of the weird Olsen girls were on there and pretty much owe all their success to that one show. Without that show, they would have just been piss-poor, junky-looking trash. Allison. <laughs> wow, not a fan of the Olsen twins, huh? Uh, I, no, I don't watch a lot of those reunion-type shows. I, I can't think of any others that would really, really garner my attention. I just want to read that out so they can get their 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 two cents in about the Olsen twins. But yeah, Fuller House I didn't really even like Full House that much. I mean, I'm excited about this live action, you know, different strokes and facts of life that's gonna be on. That looks pretty good. But as far as these reunion type shows, yeah, let, let, they ended the show for a reason. They ended the show for a reason. Let, let's just go ahead and stick with that, shall we? All right, final uh, email here. Let's go. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie, I was just wondering something. How long did it take for you to feel comfortable broadcasting all by yourself? You were part of a group for pretty much all your career, and when you went solo, uh, what has been the best and worst parts of it? Thanks for taking questions. That's from Sean with no H. Uh, Sean with no H, what was it like? It, look, it's a lot harder. I love it when I have guests in. When Tommy comes in, I love it. When anybody comes in, I love it because then I have a conversation with somebody in the room and they can take part. Yes, I am used to uh, being – see, the, the first things first is when I trained by myself, I was, I was doing weekends as Arnie the intern. I mean, I, I, I mean, I was your typical shit-ass DJ. Here, let, let's see if I can find a song that we played back then. Uh, here we go. Okay, here we go. Let's see if I can. I, let's see if I can do a song real quick. Uh, huh. No, 
let's see. I, I don't know what the intros are on these some of these songs, so. Oh, man. That'd be a good one. If I could find Gone as a Girl Could Get. Oh, man. Damn it. Okay, wait. There's Where, where did Good Time Charlie's go? God damn it. I keep losing these songs. I find one, and I'm like, no. No. That'd be a way to do it there. Uh-huh. I promise this will be worth it. If I could spell. Jesus Christ. Hit kicking, new country, K-Hit 104.5. Hey, it's Arnie the Intern here on a Sunday, 75 degrees in northern Nevada. And the latest from the king himself, it is George Strait. Well, I haven't seen See? her lately. Goddamn, I still got it. She never Look at that. She don't ask my friends about me. That was good. Gives no clues at all. I, I mean, I... I That was really good. Then let's see, uh, for longer ones, let's see. Uh, hit kicking New Country, K-Hit 104.5, the latest from Doug Stone on 104.5. Fuck, I'm good. Nothing worse could ever happen. Seeing him. Look, that is just gold. I am. I've still got the chops, but that's how I had to learn. I had to learn by myself. And I will tell you the story. I will. I will end this segment with the first day I ever broadcasted by myself. It was a Saturday morning, and the uh, hold on a second here. I, I I have to look up a song. I have to get a song in the search as I tell you this story. Uh, I was Arnie the intern. For the longest time. And I loved it. I was a, 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 an intern to the morning show. And they wanted me to flourish. I wanted to stay right where I was on the morning show. Because I loved being on the morning show. Why is this not finding anything right now? Typed it in. Um... And so Saturday, I got to work, and I would play the the top 30 countdown. Now, we did a local top 30 countdown. We didn't have Bob Kingsley's, you know, countdown. So I had to do it on reel-to-reel. And I had to listen to the 3, 2, 1, and then they would go into the spiel, and then I would have to back time it. I guess my, my browser, is that not working today for some reason? Let's close iTunes, and we'll reopen it. Because I want, I want to give you the real pitch here. Uh huh. So this one Saturday, uh, they didn't have anybody to 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 be able to come in until about eleven thirty or twelve. So I had to be on the air by myself until noon. So I was on the air from six a.m. to noon. And at the the countdown show was over at ten. So I had to do my first live break. First live break was after the first song at the top of the hour. So usually at about 10.03, I would come on. There's good old Herb McGoy, Neil McCoy. 
No. Let's see. Yep. <sighs> yeah, I guess it was. I guess it was this song here. Hit kick in new country. Oh, hit kick in new country. K104.5. This is what happened. Because the studio had all the music. So, and and I so I, I potted, I took my headphones off and I, I turned down the studio to where you couldn't hear the music, but I left the mic up because I forgot to turn the mic on when I first started the record. And I got flustered. I mean, I mean like like literally I I had practiced, I had gone over what I was going to say, I had like a 14 second intro, and it all got befuddled, and I'll never forget it, because I pushed myself away from the studio mic, or from the from the mic in the studio, and I yelled out, that fucking sucked! I didn't turn the mic off, though. Now, mind you, oh wait, it, it, it was a country song. So we're on a country station, and that kind of language did not go unchecked. So, and and we used to have we used to have this this rig set up to where wherever we opened the mic, we could plug a tape recorder in there, and kids we would put a cassette in there, and that's what we would do our air checks. So anytime the mic was hot, they would be recording. Yeah, I went in there and I rewound that tape and said, no, 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 you don't get this, and. Almost 30 years later, here I am, still broadcasting today. Uh, it was not a transition for me. Like I, I prefer to have a lot of people in the studio. It's more fun, and it's easier for me to play p- off people that way. So there you go. All right, phone number 775-357-FANS. The uh, email address where you can write and be a part of Lister Mail is arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Uh, nothing too crazy in this round here of cover songs. Thank you very much. This song is one of my favorites. It's called Somebody to Love. That's George Michael.
93.57 FANS or 775-376-EASY-EASY. All right, welcome back to the big show here. Uh, that's that first one we all knew was George Michael doing Queen, Somebody to Love. The next song is Shershin and Zarishkaya. And I, I downloaded a couple there because they have a bunch of covers. That was their Billy Idol cover of Rebel Yell. Not bad. Not half bad. And the final one, it, the final one just makes me laugh because that was Born to Run, the Springsteen classic, right? And it was done by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. That's pretty damn cool. Frankie Goes to Hollywood, kind of a, you know, the new wave pop type band of the 80s, did the song Relax, the song about ejaculation. And then they do Born to Run, so that was pretty cool. Uh, George Strait's song today, you're going to be like, wait a second, that's a cover? Yeah, he covered a lot of songs early in his career, so today's George Strait song. Not not as great as yesterday, Mama tried, but it is still good. So there you go. Uh, all right, back to the show we go. Guess what? Old Jesse Smollett threw somebody under the bus. Rut roll. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This happened yesterday in the Jesse Smollett trial where he is uh, he's on he's facing six charges of felony disorderly conduct and filing false police reports about uh, an alleged attack. Well, it seems that Jesse has been watching the TV lately. And he decided that uh, I am going to go ahead and throw CNN's Don Lemon under the bus. Going on, on the record, under oath, saying that he and Don Lemon were texting back and forth when this case was happening. He said that he received texts from Lemon relaying information that the CPD didn't believe Smollett's account of what happened. Representatives from CNN are like, not again. Oh, fuck. We got to fire another one. They did not respond for any requests on comments yet. Lemon told his viewers at the time that he was, uh, it was personal since he and Smollett had been acquaintances. You, you mean, and they did it. Uh, oh, God, how great would this week be? How great would it be if, if Don Lemon had to excuse himself from CNN? All that's left is Anderson Cooper. CNN might come back to the middle. I mean, isn't this great? Isn't this fantastic that he's throwing Don Lemon? What, did they have classes at CNN? How to help your friends and family get out of trouble. My God. Juices, justice for Juicy. For anyone that watched the Dave Chappelle special, they know where I'm coming from. Yeah. Just remember, uh, America is so racist, he had to fake a hate crime. Yeah, but we're the racist ones. And you know there are people still going around saying, oh, he was attacked by white people. He just won't say nothing. He was not. They have it on video. Now Don Lemon's been hiding stuff or telling him how to deal with the media, which is a big no-no in their business. Oh, man, that's great. I, you know what? If Don Lemon gets fired, I, I am going to be so happy. So happy. 
Shit, all Tucker Carlson's going to have to do now is put a test pattern on his damn network. He's going to beat them in the ratings that bad. I mean, he's already kicking the shit out of them, so why not beat them a little bit more? Somewhere a goat is being (laughs) emboldened to tell the truth about Anderson Cooper for the trifecta. Oh, that'd be so great. Wouldn't it be? This is is my ultimate hope. I hope it, it comes out that Anderson Cooper, not gay. That he's been railing chicks all over New York. Like he's passing out STDs like they're fucking business cards. That's what I'd love to see. Man, oh man, if that were true, that he just used the 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 alphabet people to further his career, oh, wouldn't that be delicious? Wouldn't that be great? And I don't want it to be underage girls or anything. I want it to be just just nasty hoes that he's been just fucking laying pipe to this whole time, and he's not gay at all. Oh, that'd be fantastic. That'd be so great. And, and then we'd say, bye. Bye, Ashley Cooper. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, so good. But this is a good story anyway, though, that Jesse Smollett has now run Don Lemon in, in there. Don Lemon's like, wait, 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 what? 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 Speaking of people that don't want to be in the news anymore, uh, too late, so sad, uh, sorry, not sorry. Travis Scott is asking to be removed, dismissed, if you will, from the Astroworld lawsuits. He says he doesn't believe he should be tied to the litigation when it comes to the tragedy about what happened. The rapper has filed the legal docs, denying the claims against him by a guy named Jesse Garcia, who's alleging he was in the crowd at the festival. He's issuing a general denial, Travis Scott is, which is a legal term in civil suits that allows one to submit one blanket response to all the allegations against them. Now, now, wait a second here. This is the same guy, and by the way, he's been turned down by a majority, if not, if not all the families, a majority of the families. He said he wanted to pay for their, their funerals, which, by the way, I said, it, I said it a month ago when this shit happened. I said his lawyers have got to stop him. Because if he pays for their funerals, that will be a, a, a small admittance of guilt that they can use. I, now, I'm not saying it is an admission of guilt. I'm just saying that the lawyers against him will use that against him. Don Lemon and uh, Ju- <laughs> Juicy vacation together in France in the town of Le Bout. How great is this? I mean, I mean, th- this Astroworld story is terrible. How many people died? I think it was 11, including a nine-year-old kid. First concert he ever went to. Uh, it, now, it, it says a lot that he's asking to be thrown off of this, this lawsuit. He's also he's also going to do this with every civil suit that's filed against him. Look, man, uh, let's see. Last week there was a motion filed to combine all 275 cases 
into one multi-district litigation. Look, Travis Scott, you are going to lose money, my friend. Freddie Kidd says that was a killer concert. Hey, now, look at that. Uh-huh. Uh, that's like Ruggs lawyer blaming the fire department for the death of Tina Trenton. Yeah, look. Travis Scott bears some responsibility because he was a performer and he was on stage and he was getting a hype crowd. And depending on what his arrangements were with the the production and the venue and things like that, they could have a case on their hands against him. They could. If he didn't if he got into this whole festival seating, which is all general admission, where people were running all over each other to get to and then there were so many, they didn't have enough security. So who's that on? Is that on Astroworld or is that part of Travis Scott? I mean, there's a lot to answer here. Uh, I mean, if he's going to pay, I'm going to be like, yes, my family member wanted a funeral to rival that of DMX and Whitney Houston. So you need to clear the streets, get me a monster truck, and maybe a permanent uh, permit for my pyrotechnic show. I have good ideas. Yeah, Travis Scott, you're going to have to pay, buddy. You're going to have to pay a lot. Is it the end of his career? Hopefully. I, I mean, let, let, let's hope not. Sad news to report from the boxing world, quote, unquote. That shitbag, Jake Paul, is not going to be fighting uh, the world heavyweight champion's little brother, Tommy Wilder. Or, or Tommy Fury, I'm sorry. Oh, I said Wilder. Wilder's punk. Tommy Fury was supposed to fight against Jake Paul, but uh, the fight got canceled for medical reasons, and Tyron Woodley stepped in for the rematch. Why, why is this Paul character carrying a, a Gucci purse? Why has he got a purse on? I, I don't get that. Um, I'm calling bullshit real fast here. Re- that was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. Tommy Fury pulled out of this fight, and I think he pulled out for one reason and one reason only, because I'm doing more research on this, and I'm finding out it is true that there's been a clause in the contract of Jake Paul and even his brother that the fighters they're fighting or the guys they're fighting cannot knock them out. They aren't allowed to knock them out. Floyd Mayweather was not allowed to knock out Logan Paul. He just carried him around the ring anyway. Um, and we, we heard the same about Ty Woodley. And now Ty Woodley is going to do it again. Man, oh, man. I, 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 do, I just don't like either one of these guys. They're not good for the sport of boxing. They're even worse for the the, the world of MMA. I think. 
I, I, I truly hate these scumbags. These guys, these guys are not tough. They think they're tough because they have money now and they have security. Like, like, I understand, like, really, really tough guys that need security. So, there you go. He's offered $500,000 if he knocks him out. Who was who offered that? Because there, there, there is a contract out there that states they can't knock him out, and they want to know if that same thing is in place for the Mike Tyson-Logan Paul fight they're talking about. Because Mike Tyson will knock his shit out quick. Oh, okay, he gets paid $500,000 extra. He's going to knock him out then. Okay, so they, they, they reversed it. So there is no knockout thing. That's why Ty Woodley said, yeah, I'll do it. Because he knows he can. Okay, all right, good to know. I, I appreciate that. Thank you guys for updating me on the situation. How is it their fault they walk into a strong right and get knocked the fuck out? Like, that's not your opponent's fault. That's your fault. What are you expecting to compete in hand-to-hand sport in modified style, like flag football? Oh, yeah. Oh, Andrew, I'm right there with you. If Mike Tyson had signed that contract, he'd signed it, and he'd fucking bust up fucking Jake Paul with nothing but body blows. That's still a knockout. I hate him, but anybody that would need that kind of fucking stipulation in your contract, you shouldn't be boxing to begin with. Uh, Let's see. uh, uh, Next one's about some old boy up in North Carolina. Scotty Thomas. Scotty Thomas is a forgetful guy. And forgot that he had already bought a lottery ticket for the Lucky for Life drawing and bought a second ticket with the exact same numbers. Well, shit. I got these two damn tickets. This is this this is a lesson to everybody. In case you do this, do not get rid of one of the tickets because he wound up winning. And he, he ended up winning the $25,000 a year uh, for life, I guess, prize twice. So he's going to get fifty grand a year for absolutely nothing. Good for him. He can claim the yearly prize for both tickets and get $50,000 a year for the rest of his life. Or he could take the lump sum option for a ticket, which came to $390,000 per ticket. So you get fifty grand a year for the rest of your life. Or you get roughly $780,000. That's an interesting one there. If he's only like 25 or 26... You gotta go with that fucking fifty for every year. Just got nowhere to invest it, man. And you don't have, I mean, fifty grand a year, you don't necessarily even have to work. You can, and then that's bonus on top of it. Good for that guy. Good for him to win. Glad his forgetfulness fucking paid off. I wish that would be the case for the fucking president of the United States of America. I read he took the lump sum. Okay, damn it. Stinkfist says, I can't stand the Paul brothers, uh, but they're geniuses. 
Make people hate you so they'll buy pay-per-view to see you get knocked out. I would never buy the pay-per-view. I do steal it, though. Yeah, I've never watched one of their pay-per-views because they're scumbags. Well, let's see. When you read $50,000 a year for life, see, I I think you did the same thing I did because you heard $50,000. You're thinking that's a month. You get $50,000 a month for the rest of your life, I'm taking that one. Adios, Ogre. Have a good day, my friend. Because, I mean, honestly, you're going to have to work, let's see, for $390,000, so you got to work four. That's going to take you about 15 years to acquire that much, so you could have it one time. And I'm a, I, I'm a big believer in the one-time fee. And I know everybody yells at me, oh, that's stupid, or uh, that's what I want. Because when I'm close to ending that money, I'm just going to fucking straight up buy some heroin. You know, I'm kidding. What a dumbass for taking a lump sum. He would have only had to wait seven years for it to balance out. Anyone who takes one lump sum is an absolute idiot, especially if dude does it in his 20s. Now, I don't know how old he is, but I'll tell you this right now. Me in my 50s, if I won a lot, if I played the lottery, and I don't, mainly because I don't want to piss off people behind me in line at the fucking store. Um, oh, yeah, I'm taking a lump sum. They, they can do all the tax on it because I, I, I don't want to have to worry about coming back for taxes. You give me my lump sum, I'm good. Leave me the fuck alone then. Do you think for the rest of your life, do you think that's your actual life for the next 20 years? I think it's the actual life. I, I don't... The way that contests are named and things like that and the way prizes are given out. Uh, you, you can't name it, you know, t- that, that contest, win $50,000 for the rest of your life and then not live up to it. Because that's false advertising. It's fraud. It's all this kind of shit. So he probably does get fifty grand for the rest of his life. If he's an old man, yeah, take the lump sum. I thought he was 20-something. Yeah, 20-year-old guy, yeah, yeah. You can make a shit ton of money. Now, this is something that I do not blame the guy for doing. Uh, if the story ever comes up, which hopefully it will today. Anytime. All right. Let's say that you, you you started seeing a guy. Ladies, ladies, what are it? guys sometimes have issues with what they, they collect? Anywhere from comic books to baseball cards, lava lamps. My Little Pony figurines. But this guy, this, this fellow over in, in Great Britain, he, he's not one of those kind of guys. He does have a collection. He told his girlfriend that the, the reason why they go to this building so much is because... Um, 
he told his girlfriend he rented this big building to store their wine in. Guess he has a lot of wine. So he's not telling her he's an alcoholic because he's sharing the fact that they've got wine. He says, I met Marie about two years ago when we started dating. I led her to believe I was a wine merchant. It sounded sexier than what I was actually doing. She actually did come down to the cellar one day and say, where's all the wine? And that's when I told her the truth. Like, okay. But she has an art degree, so she appreciated the level of detail at work that went into it. Now they're engaged. So what started out is he thought something was going to be bad. Now they're engaged. This man has hidden the largest model train set from his girlfriend. He spent six months building a 200-foot-long model train before his new girlfriend figured out what it was. So he's like, oh, my gosh, this is great. You get to be down here, and I can spend your money everywhere else. Come on, that, that's got to be a big turnoff, though, doesn't it? Guy's down there playing with his train. Oh, look, look, I'm, I'm not, uh, I got to say that probably for a chick, that's a turnoff. Just say, I don't, I don't mean to be mean, and I'm not trying to be mean. Our final story today is one that you can find. <laughs> this is so worth watching here. <laughs> we all know that Philadelphia is the city of brotherly love. We've heard that our whole life. And every time you hear about players going to play in Philadelphia, whatever sport it is, they say they hate it because Philly fans are the worst. This is the same group of people that booed and then threw snowballs at Santa Claus during an Eagles game. Well, they got their payback this week. Just hours after the team fired their head coach, several dogs from the Philadelphia Police Department took a trip to the Wells Fargo Center. Just checking it out. Maybe it's canine night there. And lo and behold, one of the dogs stops right on the logo and proceeds to, that's right, it shit right there on center ice on the logo. By the way, I've posted the story and it does have video. Yep, there we go. The dogs are being let out. Let's see. All right, empty arena right now. Dogs are learning, I guess, how to work on ice. Oh, no, he's not going quite yet. Somebody just peed there. Good boy. Oh, this dog has got shit. Oh, right there, right on the center of the pee. (laughs) Now, if you know anything about hockey players and hockey superstitions, in a locker room especially, you never... Step on the fucking, uh, on the logo. This dog's like, fuck you, I can outrun you any day of the week, so I'm going to shit wherever the fuck I want. That is fantastic. That dog just dropped a huge deuce right on the pee in Philadelphia. 
right where it belongs. All right, that's going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, Cover songs, yes, again tomorrow. And also tomorrow, the return of Celebrity. Celebrity. Military characters in movies. That will be happening tomorrow on this show. Until then, remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic day. And adios, everybody. If you got a Cadillac boy and a 40-room shack boy, I book you full of money and a tree full of honey. But if you get no hugging, no smooching or a mugging, if you ain't is outside waiting to arrest him.